This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Farm Traveler Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Williams, and you probably know that by now if you're listening. And today's episode is going to be a little different. We just had episode 150 released um, two weeks ago. And this is 151, and so I figured, you know, it'd be a kind of a cool little time to do some updates on Farm Traveler, kind of what we're doing next, get your thoughts on stuff, do a little Q&A over on Instagram. Um, so yeah, we've been doing this for like, I don't know, three or four years, 150 episodes is wild. Um, we've also been doing all those Farm News Friday episodes over on YouTube, so we're going to have more stuff coming up every other Friday, which has been super fun. We've covered some stuff like why fertilizer prices are going up, some cool stories about the University of Florida growing plants in lunar soil, which that lunar soil is from the original Apollo missions. And so that's so cool that we actually grew um, plants in lunar soil, just like The Martian, the book and the movie. So super cool. Lots of good stuff. So of course, um, go over and check out our YouTube channel, The Farm Traveler, which we have also gotten over 558 subscribers in the past couple of months which is phenomenal so very very excited about that so we've got a bunch of cool interviews coming up and this is kind of the cool moment where if you or if you know someone that you think that you think would be a great guest to have on the show maybe they've got an up-and-coming farm maybe they've got a new direct-to-consumer product from their farm or ranch or whatever or maybe they are, you know, a hopping agritourism destination, or maybe they have a super cool technology in agriculture and the food science space. So let us know who they are. Email us at farmtravelerseries at gmail.com. And of course, message us over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, and let us know who you think we should have on the show. Always looking to have more people on. Um, we're kind of in that lull phase. I like to batch interviews and have like four or five recorded at any time. You know, that way there's no pressure. But now I'm in that the the non-lull phase where I don't have anything recorded, so I'm scrambling to get stuff recorded. Um, of course, with, you know, 
a normal day job, doing my masters, doing this, producing some other shows. So, you know, just just a little bit busy. But um yeah. Oh, and going off of that, um, if you follow us on Instagram, you might have noticed that we have some new shirts coming up very, very soon. We have settled on a design and we are going to hopefully get them printed in the next, I'd, I'd say maybe month. So be sure to follow us on social media for that. They're going to be cool. I hope you all like our, our first shirt sold out really quickly. So I was very, very surprised about that and our hats. Um, I need to do another order. Um, with some hats, so maybe sometime soon. Um, so over on Instagram, again, I feel like I'm mentioning Instagram a lot. It's our social platform that I use the most probably to um, market Farm Traveler. I've been trying to do reels, and I, man, reels are difficult. Sometimes they, they're a hit, sometimes they're not. I'm still trying to understand the algorithm and get more and more active. So maybe you have that problem. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're one of the couple farming accounts that I follow that has like tens of thousands of followers, which is phenomenal. Always trying to get good hints from people like the Grateful Farm Wife, TDF Honest Farming, um, our friend Peter in Canada, the chicken farmer, even even the person that I most recently followed, Lydia, who was our guest last week talking about the fires in New Mexico. Even she's got some great content on on, on Instagram. Everybody does. So, but yeah, um, if you saw on Instagram, a couple of days ago, I've done a couple of reels, one talking about the stupid Beyond Meat marketing campaign featuring Kim Kardashian. Um, I did one today about grapes in California. Cool little reel with some cool little vineyards in the background. And I also asked for some questions um, on some Instagram stories. And I got a couple, which is awesome, from, of course, you know, Allie, the um, chief financial officer of Farm Traveler, Inc., as well as my friends Paul and Cody and a couple of other questions, which are cool. So the first one, Allie asked, how do you pollinate plants? And so what she was talking about is if you follow us, you might notice that I have this little hydroponic system in um, in my office. And so, you know, normally, naturally, most plants are going to be pollinated by bees, um, whether they're honeybees or bumblebees. That's really kind of how nature does it. You pollinate it that way. The bees go for the nectar, but they also, um, when they're going for the nectar, they accidentally rub up on the pollen and then they fly to another plant and then they pollinate it. Now, some plants, you don't need that because some plants, it kind of depends. Some plants have female parts. Some plants have male parts. Some plants have both. And so if you have a plant Let's say a lettuce, no, that's a bad example. Let's say you have a pepper plant and that has both male and female parts and that plant can pollinate itself and grow peppers, for example. But um, like with my hydroponic system, if we're growing it indoors and you actually have to pollinate it yourself because you you don't have bees, it's not outside, maybe there's not enough wind um, because I don't have my fan blowing 24 seven like crazy. So a very simple hack that you can do that a lot of people do um, whether they're gardeners or whatever, you can find a flower that has pollen on it. You know, just yellow stuff. If it makes you sneeze, you probably found the pollen. Um, you can get, you can find that, get a Q-tip, rub up on it a little bit, and then you've got to find, ah, man, I should have looked up plant biology before this. The stamen or the filament? No, 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 no. That's the pistil. The pistil is the female part of the flower. I'm trying to remember all this from college. You've got to rub that with the pollen and then that will pollinate the plant for you. And then the flower will shrivel away and then you will eventually have the fruit or the vegetable grow from there. So that's really cool. I've never actually done that before, but I'm probably going to have to do that 
with this pepper plant that we have inside. So that's really funny. Um, Allie also asked me another question on Instagram. It was, what's your number? But she already has it. So that's always a funny one. <laughs> um, now, Paul, you might remember Paul from the little short, little funny video we did on Instagram talk, or on, on YouTube talking about different types of shoppers. Um, I'll try to link that one in the description. We did that one about a year and a half ago. That was pretty funny. But um, Paul asked, is hydroponic growing methods the way of the future? So again, kind of talking about hydroponics, which is basically the process of growing plants in a water solution where they're not in soil. You can grow them indoors. You can control the nutrients more. And I really do think that hydroponics is going to get more and more popular in the future, but I don't think it's ever going to replace traditional agriculture. I think you know, there's a bunch of big companies now like Gotham Greens, for example, they grow hydroponic greens in New York. And that's huge for urban areas that are so far removed from agriculture. You know, there's no amount of land for them. Um, there are hundreds of vacant buildings or vacant um, stores where there's plenty of room to convert it into a greenhouse or a vertical farm. And so I think in those situations, and also maybe in less developed countries or countries that have issues with water because with hydroponics, even though it uses water for most of the time, um, as opposed to soil, you actually save like 80 to 90% water over the life cycle of the plant. So it's great for areas that um, have lots of drought, have water issues and stuff like that. So I think hydroponics is going to be a super handy technology in the future as more and more, as really it becomes more accessible for consumers, for different countries, for different nations and stuff like that. So I think it's gonna be a great tool, but I don't think it's ever going to completely replace traditional agriculture, which I saw this chart um, online talking about the energy needs, the carbon emissions and stuff like that. And you know, you might think that hydroponics would be greener because it you know, is indoor, it uses water, it uses less pesticides and stuff like that. But it's actually, had, right now, in 2022, it has a larger carbon footprint than traditional farming because you've got to think about um, the power to run the pumps, the solar panels, if they've got that, all the equipment and the electronics that run, that's obviously got to get energy from somewhere. And so the energy consumption is a huge pain point in hydroponics right now. So until we can figure that out, um, that's going to be one of the downsides of hydroponics, which is really interesting. So great, great question, Paul. Appreciate it. Um, another one from my friend Cody. Went to high school, middle school, elementary school with him. Um, and I think Chipola College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chipola College. So he asked, talk about chemicals from plastic water bottles leaching into the water. So this was really interesting. I looked up more about this and there was a study that came out, I think a couple of weeks ago or months ago. And it was talking about how like over 80% of samples in a study contained tiny plastic particles. And I think with an average of 4.34 plastic particles per liter of water. And you've probably heard this, that, you know, there are plastics everywhere. There's plastics in the water, um, which, you know, plastics take hundreds, maybe thousands of years to decompose. And I'm no health expert or anything like that. But of course, there are all these statements about them being very harmful for your well-being, diseases, and stuff like that. And I think really the the biggest issue with plastic really seems to be um, convenience. Like, you know, anytime you go to a store or a restaurant, you're going to 
run into plastic, plastic usage. And I think a great example of this is something that's absolutely ludicrous, but you can go, I, I, I challenge you, no matter where you're listening, I challenge you, go to a grocery store, go to the produce section and see how many plastic items you find, especially things like apples that are cut up in plastic cups or even oranges that are peeled in plastic cups. It's all about convenience. And so if you don't want to peel an orange, you can go to the supermarket and buy an orange in a plastic container that has already been peeled for you. I mean, it's all about convenience. Now, again, I was thinking about this earlier, that might be for people with disabilities or the elderly, for example, like people that have a really hard time cutting up an apple or peeling an orange. I mean, it's not bad that consumers have another option. Like that's great that they do, but we've got to find a better way to, I don't know, to solve those problems. Maybe have better biodegradable plastics or I I don't know. I don't know. Like, what do you think? I mean, I think that's one of those issues where we're slowly getting better at this. I know I, I found some articles kind of talking about how the pandemic in 2020, which, you know, still going on now in 2022, um, a lot of people were getting takeout. And so plastic consumption went up drastically. But now there's a bunch of people out there that are buying or using paper straws or they're not using styrofoam anymore or they're using plastic or I'm sorry, they're using paper bags or paper takeout boxes as much as they can, which is great. I mean, paper um, dissolves a lot quicker than plastic, obviously. So I think it'll be interesting to see what kind of technologies we have in the future that really help with reducing plastic. I mean, I know a lot of people are using um, glass, they're using aluminum, they're using the boxed water brand, which I think is really interesting. Um, Instead of it being in a plastic bottle, it's in... uh, what, like a like a cardboard cart, carton, which is kind of cool. And kind of going off of water, I saw this guy on TikTok, which I've kind of gotten slightly addicted to TikTok. He's a water sommelier, which I don't know if we'll have him on the show, but he's got some very interesting points where like all the water, Dasani, Aquafina, everything is just normal tap water from those um, communities. And it's just filtered, which I mean is 100% accurate. And so it's really weird. I mean, we're all, I mean, I'm guilty of it. We're all using that plastic and there's no telling how many billions of pounds of plastic that is each year. So yeah, I know plastics are a huge one. That's a huge issue that hopefully we can fix. Oh, and thinking about this, um, I know a couple of years ago, I don't know the current situation of this, but I'll try to find it. There was a startup somewhere. They were making technology where it was water but the packaging was edible. So it was, think of it like a gusher, but with water. And it was a little bit bigger than a gusher, if you remember those. You know, like the cute little, not cute, but like the sweet and sour kind of candy a little bit. You know, it gets stuck in your teeth all the time with the goo in the middle. But think of it as like a water gusher. It's literally just like, I don't know, the size of a golf ball maybe, and it's water. But it's in a little package and you can eat the whole thing. You can drink the water and you can chew the package. I think it's made of cellulose, which is just plant fibers. So I don't know. Maybe that'll be more common in a couple of years. I mean, we'll have to see. But um, yeah, those are some questions. Thank you guys for answer, for for asking those. Those are super fun. Might need to do more of those. Um, and oh, another one. So here is a very good update. In two weeks, you guys might remember 
our interview with a company out of Tallahassee making microgreens. They are called Legacy Greens. Allie and I will be going to their facilities, um, I think in about two weeks on a Monday, and we are going to film. So we are going to go on another Farm Traveler visit. We're going to film it, put it up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you know, the whole spiel. Might even do a podcast episode about it. That'd be kind of fun doing an actual interview while we're walking around and talking. That'd be kind of cool. And yeah. So I, th- I think that's it. I think that's it for episode 151. Um, a quick little update. I think 15 minutes is enough of you guys hearing me talk. Um, yeah. For somebody that likes to talk, I'm out of stuff right now. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll have to do some more Q&A videos very soon. So again, this is the Farm Traveler Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. I told Allie, I had a goal this year that I wanted to get the show to where each week we were averaging around 500 downloads. And that's not just per episode. That's across the whole library of episodes. And I think after the first four weeks, we were over 500. We were like 550, 650, 725, 800. There was one week where we were like, I think at 1200 and then back down to like 700. So it's wild just watching kind of how it, it's like a bell curve. It goes up and down, up and down. So thank you all so much for listening. I I really, really do appreciate it. Um, The feedback has always been awesome from friends, family, strangers, family members. I'm (laughs) for a couple of years. I am now the person that is the podcaster. Anytime we go somewhere like, oh, he has the Farm Traveler podcast. He's got a podcast, which I love. I think it's so cool. So thank you all so much for listening. I really, really, really do appreciate it. And I can't wait to bring you more episodes. So again, thank you. I think I've said thank you a thousand times, but it will still never be enough to thank you. Um, So yeah, come back next week. We'll have some more exciting interviews. And if you are a farmer or a rancher, or if you know somebody that you think would be awesome to have on the show, drop me a line, farmtraveler-series at gmail.com, or of course, just message us over on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you might see us on social media. So, all right. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye.